0: Recorded live in Manhattan's East Village at St. Mark's Church in the Bowery, this is The Poetry Project.
1: I've been wondering a lot to myself lately about how the term, its implication of time, of substance, as morpheme, etc. asks us to consider its performance, and that is to say, how to address a you. Angel does this by positioning her poems, it seems, in the final sentence of her poem, Gravity. I did graves when I laughed. That's a quote and that digging graves, or the preparation of and for internment, is one that is being placed in time, that is, of time, either as Yorick digging his own grave, come back to drive the living back into the dead, or maybe, moreover, as an effective performance of the contradictory permanence of where the philosopher Simon Critchley places the only ethical language in laughter. Um, Of course, ethics arise from the conflictual desire to efface violence, and the term in Angel's poems grapples with the length of violence, or the sight of violence, situated violence, not of speaking always, but also of being a hearer, and of the juxtaposition that the ear trains itself to. And in this, I think we have something that we see in Bridget's uh, work, too. She writes in Solar Ode, In my hands, like horsehair, I gripped strong, positive feelings, coarse, brilliant, not coming loose. The the amalgamation of sense is here opened into a space of muibrigian, I don't know if that's a word, movement of simultaneity, a simultaneity that rejects the unraveling sense of movement, even in immutability that closes the poem. It was impossible to think then, the world too gorgeous, even personal, the world a blinding ankle, and we bless you, we were as infants in our half-sleep in the way we spoke, our secret minds." movement of an active passivity, in other words, the half-sleep, the border at which sleep is both of a state and as a restricted state of possibility, as an interrogative zone. That, of course, is the means by which the directive, which is undercut in both of these poets' writing, is made to buckle. Angel writes, "O hero, unforgettable planet, garden of ripe roses, I curse and lift up every clock, my me, my hands of flesh that dug out the light. And Bridget adds, it starts in September and holds up a boiling mirror so we can better watch ourselves standing around in different attitudes of light. And Angel writes, all I do is sleep, go to work, sleep, go to work, sleep, eat, take my bath, go to work. Sometimes I don't want to be bothered with y'all. And Bridget writes, I'll be always swallowed, be figurine and miracle, be pregnant with the dregs who lives headless inside the word until whose feet scrape together a rusty obsessed song and still. an Angel writes, in the slow cut of first sun, my name is a wasp's nest, my endangered bones are sweet, a pill under God's tongue. The structure of the term's amalgam is between of diction is what asks us to apportion our attention to its foundation. That time is either gained or lost. Well, there's more to say, but I think it would be wiser to listen instead. So please sir, I me mean welcoming Bridget talone
0: Diamond Dean. She grew her hair long like a sentence. Nobody wanted her to finish, and none could make her brush. Instead, she listed weaknesses. She studied popularity for 31 years. She studied, copied down, a simple spell. Under the weight of disinterest, cast as so much water, the only recourse is to slick in like a diamond, to copy off the glossy. Eating cotton candy, like spitting on a whisper. A sorry revelation of status will only be solved by rapture, self-induced. Strike fear or get struck. A slit in the costume, where the panic peaked. Tonguing yellow, tonguing green, a slit in the offering. It wasn't mine, but I got inside it. Seemed rude, but I'd become proud of my hunches. Shy, unstable, vibrant. Floating a little nobly off the earth. A milk city, a mute swallow. Respite from excessive presence bliss of inches where we listen until someone says martyr this the way we think a real witch would. Um, When I turned 27, somebody told me about this concept um, of 27 being the year where your Saturn returns, which probably everyone has heard of, but the first time I heard it, it really fucked me up. I was like, why would you tell me? The, The concept is basically that um, planets realign so that you are like so fucked for one to five years, and it's like unclear. It's not even sure. It's not even like 27. It could be 28, and maybe until you're 33. Um, so, and I felt like this is so internal and strangely, like it has to do with like you and the way that you were born and the planets come back together. So. Um, these next poems are sort of trying to make that more external and figure with it that way. Suleyu. We cream them, and for that receive the bloody weapons of our enemies, ruined in battle. A little funeral wells up. My job is clean the weapons. But at night, I go to bed, just like you, with a firming gel beneath my eyes to retard the aging process. What about dignity and preparedness? Processes, loosenings. Beneath the eyeing shine, I try them on. Part of night, puddle water, new funerals dot the landscape like black mushrooms. Don't get too comfortable, they said, a month into the job. Blood is powerful because it is a host to so many things. Primarily imperative. It floods the eye. You hurry toward it. Lick the style from its form. This makes you in turn a little more nowhere. What else makes its home in blood? Confusion, crescendo, desperation. I walk to the park and eat lunch beneath the statue of Saturn devouring his children. His eyes bulge. It isn't every day I think about his pain. Frozen, he looks nauseated, a funeral of oil, I try to climb inside the dot. The Wire. Sheer tooth, sheer tooth, an eyeing shine, an ogled thing pretended not to notice, and this game takes it over, gives it brilliance. Could it be an armor, this cold, distorting glamor, Our faces slip funny loomy on its shell. Somebody's screen, another person's bell. Musicless before Saturn, the dampness of my thoughts grew mushrooms. Before Saturn, I was a net and catch of desires. Shook loose. We watched The Wire and Chinatown. We watched The Night of the Hunter. We watched Law and Order SVU. We watched The Top of the Lake we watched True Detective, seasons one and two. We watched a good many police procedurals. I thought about love. It didn't watch like that, straight on, absorbed. Obliquity, as we watched, a pigeon approaches, as an oily ruff of feathers. Long droplets of water ran through it. Prove that you're alive. The droplets run like wobbly swords. I slid a pen into the valley of my notebook, and on this slightest hill, I slept and slept the work away. Prove that you're alive and make a joke. Have you heard the one about the god who took his ketchup and dumped it all over my plate studiously like a century, like a rolling belly laugh? While Saturn slept, I pulled his brains out gently through his nose with a wire. Not a thought in all that honey. A divine shield dropping from the sky. I'll tell you what I think. His version coalesced into long white sticks, and we were hired to play the role of absent warriors, beating each other to death for him, then propping up his sky with those white sticks. I wanted to be the narrator, neutral, blank, my mouth on the neck of the story, my hands turning red in its lap. To conjure an agony, be precise, white tape on the floors, With long white sticks, we nudge a body onto the tracks. I don't understand luck. I wore a necklace to store or hide our faces, the years. He left a crying in me. I filled that crying with stiff paper money. I dragged my heavy necklace, loud behind me, all over the town, the polis concrete, scraping dust out of my way. Be clear or don't be clear. It's a fetish rubbed reddish from sitting in a sting. Mm. In a few of these poems, um, I have the name Kimberly, and I just wanna say that there is no, it is a really good name, but it's not directly referencing any Kimberleys in this room, Um, although I'm so glad that you're here to hear it. Um, This is Off With His Hands, I Softly Command. Yeah, right like I would stand here and compare myself to the common fern, ancient and fetal, and its induced curl exceeds and diminishes every mood I could ever hope to have. Old voluptuous, shut and shut, vamping tassels in the wind, just so saturated and delicately divided. It must be Saturday, the day a green sprig on the tongue. I'm more separated. I'm a climate in your lap. Butterflied to see the word inside it. I admire the way you open and shut at will. Was it only one word? It was, but it was always switching. I admire the way they never stand alone. Doubly penetrated God, oh wow, orange-eyed. Suppress that. Timidly, Kimberly breathed her name onto the glass. Somehow this occasion is causing her to tremor. Somewhere a citation demands me pinkly give the secret language of flowers. It claimed me like an ordinary primitive fist. In our great cities, completely preserved, a pixelating voice began to speak, and I inclined my head for it. There is scarcely any other matter. Pale candles in my hair that wouldn't light, I never knew when something I heard said moved me because it was wise or totally insane, but each slid a knife in me. Belief, like loved, mattered less once it entered you in a place I cannot reach. You put your voice inside mine. Gem ended, wise, demented, garland crown of anxieties. You slid it down the back. Discernment was not mine. Inert, inert. In other words, night lifts up its shirt, lights leap around the trees, tearfully. Magenta mixed, yellow white. The voice, I pruned it back. Submission is submission is submission is the grass. In green, all other colors sleep restlessly as if to sever gesture, to peel the hand from off the neck. Um, this is, I fell inside my eye. I In the garden of tape, I taped his face back into an animal's. He plunged his tail into my eye. Sped up five-point violence of the stars. What kept happening? What love? What poured over us like burning water proudish looks? Make me just like him, I prayed, but greater. The words before me squirmed. More capable. They pierced my ears with wires and tiny false pearl studs. He didn't want anything going on behind his back. The eyes inside my smile watered. They're tagging these thoughts, too. You'll never memorize your way into tenderness or vision. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah, I know. I like to make him feel my forehead. You're not sick, he'd say. To make the body one with its indignities complicates identity. I fell into my eye. In the garden of tape, A sermon on fidelity stuck to every tendril, and the problem is you rest, you rest and you forget. The garden had its volume, and then we turned it up. This, um, I went to see Maggie Nelson when she came to town with her partner Harry Dodge. They screened some films at the same like after a reading that she gave. And they showed this film that I really loved, it was so beautiful, it was untitled um, and it was uh, the filmmaker filming I think their father in bed reading a Clarice Lispector, a passage from Clarice Lispector and kind of like totally hating it at the end. but it's beautiful, the father was um, like in a hospice and it was funny, it was, anyway, so this poem is after that, <laughs> it's not that funny, um, but the title is called What I Say to You, it's from Clarice Luspector. What I Say to You is Never What I Say to You but Something Else Instead, after Untitled by Dylan Mira, Swallowed dry, it, stuck me, it struck me that the, same, that the sick man in his bed had the same thing in his voice our dad had dying, a whine between words like a body made of tail extending in anguish, softening the spaces between the words as if they were what caused him pain. Extending the pain reduces space. He winced around the words as if they caused him to realize something. It occurred to me that he and his pain were the same thing, location speaking in his had this between as what of him among the words like a tail cut free expansion of pain reduced space among the words like this caused him pain between howling spaces like a small tail it occurred to me that it was the same voice headboard neutered wine at a small text extending pain to reduce space among the words to be similar to be smaller to be pronounced the same This also caused him pain. When I said the bed of the man is the same thing as his voice because he is dying, it struck me that the man's bed was the same thing as his voice. It bled out. I pulled the sheets up. Add a little tail, growing anguish, prolonged infected area between words. Because if they were expanding, then what? Inflict pain, a buzz gets in. Add a little glue, increasing anxiety, mitigation of gaps between words. Because if they were what, inflict pain, what's causing pain as his voice dies? A growing concern between words, a bead of glue. The false belief that a man's bed was his voice lines the sheets with glue. Add a bit of concern, growing concern, migration areas of words bled. If they do what they do because what, pain, tired, tried on? The growth concerns support of the word. Put his bed in quotes, add a little glue, it's just his voice, Fix it to the bed. Be still. I am drawing your nose. I saw you there before me, a whole world to be climbed. Could not capture faceted throbbing like a gem behind your eye, a foil balloon stuck in tubes of dirty light, critic or instinct or anyhow spreading why. I draw attention to myself by opening my mouth candy, bird, or better, what it did to you. Trace its effects, pet my skull, pinch my neck, deposit me safely um, safely back inside the hat that liberates through being seen. Not to be escaped by struggling. Looking at my sister. (laughs) Um, imbricated pigeon calls. The throaty overlaps. I only ask that no one cast me as the jiggling sky. If there is an ick to provide, then I do. Ick, run and hide from it, and also hide the cake. White cake on the only okay body. A spongy female lapse. This isn't heaven, or we would be sufficiently uncovered, right? Yay, his breath is pink like the wine I poured into this cup. The blood beneath my nails perks up, swelly horizon lunge to it, forcible and subtle temptations, a slack hand, a circle of paper. I call it my country, it's dirt, my terminus. You judge me, but every bird's a girl, it barely matters. Their leptic feathers draw the vapors from your head, and this will make you shy again, and that will make us famous, cluttering, ineluctable not to be escaped by struggling. Begin in nervous yellows. Moan, then moan again. It was empty-headed of our nurse to overlay us with wet confidences, grotesquely stretched to fill the room. You bandage you. Stop lying to her. She looks bad. She delights to blow herself up like a glass till she sees it break chronic like a god, and pastel-wigged. How nervous, immature, and unable I am to eat this beautiful donut. Kimberly warned us about melancholy, doomed to murmur to murmur against itself. If you don't like it, grow fingers, the kind that digs out and then applies fresh gold to me where it belongs. I keep losing track of my phone. I mean, my timer. Um, Exchange of Devouring. I knock on your plastic door. A power dynamic opens. A claw falls off in the sand. Our wounds smelled bad upon the earth. Displeasure, undisguised. Rub some ground in it. I dreamed the year was 1919. Wrote it out in cursive on my white receipt. Influenza, cream on white, Debbie... Put her hands down my neck and shoulders. Debbie pulled an oiled finger up my face while I recalled Judith beheading Holofernes. The dark soothing colors, a piece of glass held back the women and the light inside the oils, the light of pummeled silver, severing the neck. I tapped my claw against the screen. She can't see herself. Judith had a servant or Judith had a friend To Judith, she was loyal. Her reasons are obscure and not the subject of the painting. To see oneself as silver, pathologic, and excessive. To see oneself as tragic, if you could see your friend. Today, again, I woke up anxious. Day is where the dream gets set, sewn in heated threads. Influence, stiff cream, mastered. We let it out. We let, we made it stumble out. It stung us like a scorpion, exactly. You knock on the door, a power dynamic holds me, loyal as a noise. This is called Like a Hyacinth in the Mountains, trampled by shepherds until only a purple stain remains on the ground. Um, which is something Sappho said. Behavior afflicts us all, and yet it is impossible to measure affliction by observing behavior. She sucked a flower off by the fences, face a little crushed. When would she collapse into her motive, bless you, a jeweled leather on a leather lead? Some women express themselves openly, while others hide how they feel. Some become emotional, and some hew a foily joy inside of every feeling, then turn it out, stoic and blunt. The window in the mirror doesn't open, I wondered, what letter would clasp itself to me? Petulant, the little pulsing off its uncompressed mouth. A woman might have to relive her experience continuously. What could we do? I circled the sentence, how much am I my life? I copy-pasted a swarm of bees back in the landscape. And someone else called to the shepherds, Fuck your stupid flutes. So anti-flute. This. This is um, called Dante's Dungeon. It's the name of a... um, Pretty good haunted ride in Wildwood that my sister and I went on. (laughs) Very scary. The boy playing Death looked bored. Suck me, suck me, suck me. It's good to be in line, but people say the dumbest things. Nothing final, tunnel of fun. Drop me accidentally like a precious golden egg. Um, This is a last one, and it's kind of pro-flute to balance out (laughs) the last one. It's called Lavishly Appointed. Like Sappho, I woke alone. I was noticing gold sandals on the feet of passing women. I was wondering if I had any enemies to drag into my thoughts. Then I heard a flute play in a song. I said aloud that I was like that flute and began to want to write about it. I felt that it pertained to me. That many things pertain to me. The soft life inside a throat. The lispy tug of clams pulled from their shells. The ugliness of persons frowning into their phones. Black glass windows of a truck that say rest in peace and the face of a middle-aged woman taped beneath it. Let the truck go by. All things test themselves. Convulse, concuss, collapse. What are you now? Search term gently entered. A pretty eye, a listless bleed of silk. It was like the start of a musical. I was going to attend some parties. I set my ringtone to a bong rip, seeking images of older women, future facial divination. The upper lid stands for contemplation. The lashes are passion, and the lower lid is work. Like Sappho, I looked askance at the tyrannical appearance of unbrokenness. You don't have to. You don't have to rhyme with life. Thank you.
1: Please welcome Angel Nafis.
2: Okay. Sprung. And then she said, I want to brush your teeth. And she sort of said, I'm afraid of you and how my anchor brushes against your sand, but I'm not one to be stupid when heaven lands. And she typed it in thick black letters, and I read it in the quiet, unjudging night and I paced my apartment like a warden on fire and it lifted the dark stone from the wet dirt world and my mind wandered and my mind was a museum where every painting was her hand and I was feeling myself and roses grinned and all the time was dawn and shame was a pill dissolving in the mouth of somebody else and all the buses came right on time and the porridge didn't char and all the walks led home and the light bill was humble and somewhere my mom just gave a nod and my address is tomorrow and my blanket is long enough for all my bones and the library of my blood and the library of my blood and shira or shira the way her dad says it her name mean song or poem unquittable bridge to the big plain world all i call and all that ever has called me back Um, Let me get my little list out. So I'm going to sing a little. It's going to be a problem because I can't actually really sing, but we'll just like lubricate the situation. Um, So I like Nina Simone a lot. Um, She's like my original Rihanna, and Rihanna is like my new Rihanna. But I think, you know, I'm going to keep talking about spells apparently, but I think um, there's like a couple tracks of hers that feel like um, guarantees to like get the day right. So I'm going to try to sing a little of it before this fucking poem that is sort of after it. All right. Fish in the sea, you know how I feel, river running free, you know how I feel, blossom on a tree, baby. You know how I feel, it's a new dawn. It's a new day, it's a new life for me. Tar baby fly. They broke mama's water early so the cancer wouldn't take. I live because she died. Her body breaks but her spirit, it flies. Lupus tender dahlia skin It swole her face, it thin her hair on one side. Now she think she lucky to be loved, but sweet Moses, she fly. Whatever road the gravel makes, whatever kite begs the sky, return is return is the blackest is fly. I can't swim, so I'll steer a ship with sails as big as a lie. I'll swallow the blood, but forgetting won't fly. Smoke in my bones, Brooklyn mattress, back ache, sleepless eyes. My forearm is near your mouth, soft like the wing of a fly. I count myself among the graced love. It dovetails the blues, and I can't say why the best part about the dark ain't the river, but the fly. Um, speaking of spells and like patron saints, um, Kanye West is my patron saint. I really love him. And I know he has problems, and I know he's like married to Kim, but. I just, like, don't care. So? <laughs> Y'all got problems. Um, I just really love him. Who has read his New York Times interview? The one that he, oh, my God. What? I teach that. I, like, teach it with, like, the Iliad. Um, I think it's, like, it, you know, the one of the most important things in American letters. Um, but he says this thing where he's talking about, like, whatever. You know how he has his fashion, like, line? It's, like, fucking whack, Um, but he was like talking to, he was like in a sort of like exec room with a bunch of folks and they were like making deals or whatever the fuck you do in those rooms. And one of the dudes was like trying to criticize, I guess like his business, like his plan, like what he was up to. And Kanye West was just like in the interview, he was like, so this dude, you know, basically comes to me and he's like asking me why I'm not more successful. And I need you to think about that for a minute, like why I'm not more successful. And he's like, basically, if you are trying to talk to me and you don't make Christmas presents, meaning you don't make things that are emotionally connected enough to people that they want it for Christmas, then don't talk to me. And I was like, wait a minute, that checks out. The fuck? If you're not making Christmas presents, don't fuck talk to me. Um, so I wrote this poem, and, it, it, and it's Kanye West giving me um, advice. I didn't—I almost like didn't graduate from, from high school. It was a mess, and I think about what like baby Angel would have need to hear at that time. And I like was like so arrogant that I was like unable to hear it. So like the only person that I, like is more arrogant than I was in high school. <laughs> <coughs> Kanye West to Angel Nafis on the eve of her almost non-graduation from high school. You gotta be the best. See that GPA? See that stack of unfinished late worksheets? That's not dope. That's not freshness. That's worse than whack. If you got a big brain and your heart like, tremendous. If you ahead of your time, you know, ahead of the times, then basically you need to be graduating from high school. I'm not saying everybody got to graduate from high school or college or like got to get your diploma. But if you're working towards something, if you're in the middle of a job, a grind, a project, whatever, and you can't even finish, you're not excelling. There's no life there. That's not a farm for genius. You could quit school, but when you're not excelling and school quits you, that's basically average. Average is like a death. That's basically worse than total failure. It dishonors the gold in you. You got to be golden. When Mr. Hunter waited for two hours for you after school for the independent study that you designed and you ain't show up. How you never showed up. After the first session where you read him a poem about your dad's other children and y'all both cried, you remember how you felt when you wondered how you passed it all. You was afraid to open your report card and when you finally did, he had given you a D, a passing grade. He passed you and you ain't do no work. You put in no work. You shed tears and kept it moving. You ain't do your best. When you're not doing your best, Bucket. when you're not better than your best, you're turning yourself into a liar. Your whole shit is fraudulent. You're juggling with fragile material. You're grabbing at disappearing fabric, like that time Miss Johnson called you at your house a week before graduation, told you she thought you were a different kind of kid. She thought you had it. And you lied to her then, right through the phone, on a Tuesday afternoon. You wanted her to think your problems were bigger than they were. And they were. They were humongous. Bigger than you knew. And they was just beginning. Uh, thanks, Kanye. Just really holding me down. Um, I just feel like all I wanna do is talk in other people's voice right now. Um, so I live in Brooklyn. When I first moved there, I was like 20, you know, I was a fucking baby. And, you know, I'm from Michigan. And, like, everything is different (laughs) there. Everything is fucking different there. One of the most different things is, like, I never, I mean, I had, like, you know, I'm a female-bodied human being in the world. So, like, I had catcall stuff. But it, it was, you know, I'd never been inundated in the way that, and I was like, you know, horrify, you know, horrified, but one day I was coming back from work and this dude said something that was so, like so ridiculous, and he was so old, and like so, like he was, like had a long white beard. <laughs> that I was like, oh, it's a, like, you know you get those moments when you're like, oh, it's a poem, it's okay. It's okay now, it's a poem. This whole situation is gonna be fine. Okay. Not, by the way, not at all fine. (laughs) Just like fucking wackest. Nostrand Avenue, Brooklyn. All right now, you see how the Lord done blessed ya. Made it hot enough for you to wear them shorts. That's what he said, by the way, that was what he fucking said. I was like, what the fuck? You're a hundred years old. Shorty. Shorty. Peanut, butter, and jelly. Hey, chocolate. Chocolate. You beautiful, dark, chocolatey self, and don't put your eyes in your head, cause you is chocolatey too. Hey, Betty Boop! Chocolate! Chocolate! You have a good night now. Oh, you gonna look at me like I'm ugly? Fuck you! Kanye West? Chocolate? Earth princess, goddess of the earth. I like your mohawk, mama, you beautiful. That looks like it tastes good. Can I talk to you for a minute? A minute? Oh, you don't got a minute? Oh, I'm scaring you. Chocolate? Chocolate? Oh, you like girls. You are so dark. Chocolate? You dark. Chocolate? Mommy, have a good night. Now, where you headed? You look nice. Cindy Irie, <laughs> Erica, Bob, do you look nice? I like your eyes. What's the fuck? That, also, that dude like said it at night, and I had like fucking glasses on. Fuck out of here. How you doing? Now, all y'all look so beautiful tonight. And can I say something? Can I say something? Y'all all got such different styles that you ain't even got to worry about. You're a man with none of your friends. Have a nice night. Now you go to fashion school? Baby, I got a mohawk too. Let me ask you something. Where you from? Chocolate? 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 Hey, chocolate. Hey, chocolate. Chocolate? Harlem? Ghana? Hey, Say pa sexy. How many languages do you speak? You know, you my favorite color, right? Um, so my dad is from here. (laughs) And I always thought like it was just him. Like that was like that was it that my dad was that way. And then I moved here and I was like, oh. That's just every fucking body here. Everybody is like my dad. So it's funny. I'm going to read a couple of poems that are um, in the voice of my dad, and you'll see the overlap. (laughs) Um, His name is Abdullah Nafis, and when my mom was very upset with him or very happy, she would call him Duel. And so these poems are called Dualisms. Mm. Let's see which one I'm going to read. I'll read this fucking one. Uh oh. You know, you just don't know the pages in your own shit. All right, here it goes. Dualism. All I do for you, all I do is sleep, go to work, sleep, go to work, sleep, eat, take my bath, go to work. Sometimes I don't want to be bothered with y'all. Can't figure out where y'all got it from, not from Badia. Not from that woman dead in the ground. Not from me, y'all come from good stock. I don't rape y'all. I don't come up in the bed with y'all. You ain't never got to worry where I am. I don't bring no women up in the house. Never seen me touch a cigarette. Make sure y'all got plenty of food in the fridge. You ain't got to wonder who your daddy is like Fatima had to. I don't let y'all rip and run the streets. All I do for you. You black rag doll, you ungrateful wretch, y'all some ungrateful wretches. You ask me, take me to errands, take me to school, take me to McDonald's. I'm telling you, y'all better be grateful. You can barely count on one hand how many times. I done hit you. Um, there's this poem that I'm looking for in here. Who knows who Betty Whoop is? I feel like I talk about her a lot and just the room goes fucking silent, cool. Yeah, no, it's okay, you can be, don't be ashamed. People are like, <laughs> it's okay. Um, yeah, so I have a huge age gap between me and all my siblings, so I would just like watch whatever they were watching or whatever tapes they had and they were all like, you know, 15 to like, you know, eight to fifteen years older than me, except for my sister Dal, and so we would watch their cassette tapes, and so it was all old, you know older cartoons like Betty Boop, and you know when you get those little underwear when you're little and the package, you know, and there's like seven for the week, and she, you know, so there was like these Betty Boop ones that we got. Child, I was like, I'm sexy. <laughs> flash, I'm sexy. Hello, world. I'm ready. Um, so when my our folks split and my um, mom took everything, because everything was ours, we just had, like, spoons. Um, we were like, what? And my dad was like, make it work. And we were like, what? Um, so for, like, washcloths, we would take these underwear, like, because they were, like, our most prized. We were like, this is, like, silk, you know? So we, that's, like, what we used. Betty Boop is what we called it from my favorite pair of undies. Pink, clean, with Betty winking, lips blooming over and over. Once the mom who made us passed and the one who raised us got tired of how small she had to be to stand next to daddy, we didn't own proper washcloths. So we picked Betty, we'd giggle. Time for Betty Boop. I'm the littlest, so I go first, against the tub and open my legs and feel Dahlia part the warm brown sex that is not sex and press the cloth till there is no smell but soap and salt. I'd protest, duty of a child. But my heart no, I love when Dahlia lay hands on me. Big sister, flawless. Big sister, rogue mom. Uh, Cute. Okay. I can read like a couple more. Are you guys okay? Okay. I feel like all I do is talk. Um, This one's not on the list, but I kind of want to read this one. Okay. When I realize I'm wearing my girlfriend's ex-girlfriend's panties. Praise now the fabric. for protecting who it can. (laughs) Praise the purposeful silver needle and the thread's one long arm. Praise now the path and the ex-girlfriend and any mouth that has known my love's impeccable salt. Incredible, incredible gravity. You lead me here every time to the water to drink. You lead me here to this open space, to two-step with beloved ghosts, a past that is to a garden. Do not unwish a single blade of grass, for the house craves each brick the war, every bullet. This is my gift. This is the circumstance of loving, to see another's name written so plainly, to see too what my own body will perform in another woman's panties, my own curious blood, a single jewel, a red eye winking. Okay. Two more. Thanks guys by the way. Who here is like too emotional by the way? Not right now necessarily but like all the time. But like every day all the time. I feel like I'm always about to have a period and just truly like every day I have to check in like wait a minute. What day is it? (laughs) Because I'm about to fuck everybody up and then cry about it. Um, So again you know, moving to New York is like a funny thing to do and you have those feelings. And my first <laughs> year here was just like a montage of like me ugly crying on the F train. <laughs> just fucking, <laughs> not even like sort of like snot, like Viola David. you know what I mean? Like when she's like in, how to she's like snot. Um, and I was like, oh, I know what my problem is. I'm in love with everybody and uh, everything all the time. And the world is like horribly racist. Those two, those two things together are like not a good look um, so I was like um, truly and y'all are laughing but that's like the truth like, wait I'm in love and everything wants to kill me <laughs> let's see what's gonna what Wednesday is gonna be like um, so I wrote this poem I was like in one of those horrible challenges where you write a poem every day <laughs> for 30 days and then by day 5 you're like look fuck it <laughs> fuck it I don't know, nigga. Roses is red. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I was like, what am I gonna write today? I wrote all the everything. It's day six, and my friends are out here like writing that like Bible testament shit, and I was like, oh, this isn't gonna work. So I wrote. I just was like, what am I gonna write about? I'm ugly, crying, and so sad. And then I was like, what if I wrote a poem in the voice of my heart, talking to me? Um, and, you know, what would that be like if if I was able to actually, you know, like, holler at your girl and be like, look, boo, this isn't going to work unless you settle down. Um, but, of course, you know, as they say, the heart wants what it wants. Angel's heart clowns the ocean. Oh, I should explain that part. So um, then my heart decides, like, not to talk to me because it turns out I'm not very interesting. Um... <laughs> And decides instead to talk to the ocean. Angel's heart clowns the ocean. One. Yo, you got something on your face. Me so mighty, I make a ghost of everything who you are. Please believe I know how to heart sick. There is no leash for this, only unleash, nigga. I know all about your everything, nigga. I'm all archive and pulse. I'm steady in the business of overwhelming, of nourish and nourish, nourish to death. Too much of a good thing is still too much. I invented plenty. I cover more than half the earth. I know the sun like a sun. Sun, the moon pull close to me like it routing for a nipple. All I ever do is swallow, is claim all that boasts beauty is belong nowhere but my own lonely. I'm all mouth, all tunnel. I lick the plate. I depth. I, depth, a valley of doors. Moderation is for bitches. I, mammoth, I seduce the blood to one spot. I, the corset and the rouge. You graveyard, but I, haunted house. You call that a tide? Why you leave so much earth dry? Ain't your moms teach you to swallow? Two, I fucked your moms. My girl Angel, she a good mule. She a tidy slaughter. I say, give me him and give me her and I'll let your dad go. She shake her head no. I tell her, give me your hands and I'll give you back your throat. She starts sweating. She say no. Her blood is an endless bed. I give a fuck about a choice. I make her a charade of holy, a stampede of raw. Too much, too much. She can barely look at anything without crying. She everything's wife. Three, I'm your daddy. Not bomb shelter or flare gun. Not life jacket or pill. Not parachute or held breath, not blindness, not death can unring this bell calling and calling for every morsel with nerve enough to be. Shipwrecked sailors follow my sorrow joy for whole lives. They blame love. They blame love. Every day they blame love. Okay, one more. Um, I, I wrote this, I'm writing this series of poems that are odes to things I hate. Again, in an attempt to stay on the planet for show. Um, and I was writing about like mad deep shit, like, ode to racism or you know, just whatever. And then I was like, what if I just wrote odes to like super basic things that annoy me? So I wrote this ode to voicemail because I just really can't, guys. Truly, don't leave me a voicemail. (laughs) Like I love you, but this life is really too short for. Hey, I called. What? I'd be like, bitch. What the fuck? You called? Stop. I know. So um, (laughs) this is like this ode. (laughs) That is that. I'm sorry to end on that note. I love you all. (laughs) Don't contact me. Why am I alone? voicemail. <laughs> you dark hand that reaches starch through hot wire to press against my neck. You sterile nurse that tell me how many days, weeks, months, since my last visit to witness what in my unyielding buzz I have missed. Place I avoid. Purgatory of all my familiars. Bless you. I do not hate you but want to not know so completely who I am away from or what part of myself I have left to collect dust. Your names are Debt Recovery, and Sally Mae, and Hospital Results, and Are You On Your Way? Still, even the messages I don't want tell me who I am. Hi, Angel. Hello, Angel. Greetings, this is Miss Nafis. My name hugged up against a salutation. Still, your best gift, though, remains the way you pull my dad's voice taut with eternity's hands. Forever, I have the fruit. Salam alaikum, Nafis. Just checking on my littlest one. And two, when he believes he's hung up (laughs) or doesn't know he's called at all. (laughs) The sounds of him, casual and kind. Is that a postal worker he's talking to? A waiter laughing and calling him sir? Praise infinity the plain sounds of him living and living. Thanks, guys.
0: The Poetry Project has promoted, fostered, and inspired the reading and writing of contemporary poetry since 1966. Consider supporting us by checking out a reading, becoming a member, or donating at poetryproject.org.